The Michael Lated Show, episode three. We have a very special guest on the show today. It's the one and only Nathan Woods is in the house. And we are live. Hi. Hey, <laughs> that's me, Nathan Woods. How's it going? Oh, it's sounding good over there. I'm doing good. really good. <laughs> How well, are you doing? Like having a good day, just getting lots of work done. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go sit with Michael and yeah. have this chat. I'm kind of looking forward to just seeing what this is all about, what you got going on here. Yeah, what's happening here? We're sitting here in the room and we have microphones hooked up to each other's and... uh do you like rain? Rain? Yeah. I don't mind rain. Okay. You know, so we you, need we need it. Yes. Actually, I was I I was out for a jog before this and that's ah. when it started raining. Okay. So I just ran in the rain. So it's kind of fun. You answered like two questions with one question that I asked you because I wanted to also know do you work out at all? See, I never did, but I it's funny that you brought this up right away cuz this has been like my life for the last 2 weeks. Working um, out? Yeah. Okay. I started a, a, oh. a ridiculous challenge that was like we work out twice a day and uh one workout has to be outside, no alcohol, no cheap meals. Yeah. Um a gallon of water and read ten pages of like a personal kind of development style book. Ooh. For seventy five days. Seventy five days? That's like two and a half months? Yeah. Almost three. Yeah, they call it 75 hard, so it is kind of hard. Where, where did that originate from? A, a dude named Andy Frisella. Mm. He's a loud American dude. Okay. He's a band in a band? Or? No, he's just like got a supplement company. Uh, he's got uh, podcasts and stuff like that. So okay. He's like Kevin Hart? No, yeah, no. Okay. Like, I don't know. He's just like... yeah. I don't know. Is that Kevin Hart too? He, Kevin Hart has even supplements now yeah. too. Yeah, and he's like he's works out. Kevin Hart a lot. does like a lot, a lot of stuff. I think. Yeah, he's comedian. He's a motivator. He like talks on podcasts and gets people motivated to mm -hmm. do things. Now, how is that for you when you don't work? Have you worked out before then, or? Well, yeah, like nothing. Just nothing like seriously. You know, like just doing. You did sport in high school or something. You were what, your like size? I played hockey and hockey? stuff. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember you did that. You they had some promotional thing there on Facebook where you shot something with Damien on that Rocky. Yeah, and you were playing too, right? I was not even playing. I was just you had running to... around with the camera. Okay, with skates on though. I no, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> not in that one no no but like i usually play every week and okay you do and hit up the outdoor rinks too with yeah. my kid and ah, okay yeah did you play in high school then and then you just said okay this is not I for me played a little young yeah like kind of when i was in uh mississauga when i lived uh, there so you were not from thunder bay no shocker <laughs> i feel what? like I feel like there's so many people doing interesting things here who are not from here. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not to say that no locals do interesting things. It's just... It's very true. I'm not from here either. Yeah. But I, I, I'm... I could tell by the accent. What? <laughs> I think so. This is my home now. And it, I truly sure. feel this in my heart. Like, my, I lost my German citizenship when I took my Canadian. And I applied to the Canadian as soon as I could. Like, cool. It was like 900 days or something. You've, you actually lost your German I did. Yeah, it's, that's how it works. Yeah, back then, which was like six or seven, 
I'm here now since 14 years. So after four years, I applied for it. And then so like huh. put that together, guys. So I lost, I lost mine because back then you were either way you're German or you, you're not German. Huh. Yeah. But they changed it now. Okay. Yeah, so people sure. can have dual. Yeah. But I lost mine, which is fine because this is my home here. Right. So you, Mississauga is down south. Yeah. Right? It's beside Toronto. Yeah. So it's a big change. Yeah, well, it was, um, I I grew up in that area, Mississauga, and then some other, like a small town before that, but then my family moved to Winnipeg when I was in grade 12. So grade it was 12. like, okay. yeah. For the military? No. Okay. No, my dad is actually a pastor. A pastor? Of okay. church. So. Nice. so they get moved around? They do tend to move around, mm. so. Okay. They don't last forever, usually in one one building it seems like yeah you know i think it's a good thing actually it is yeah it is for that i think how long is it usually a stay for a pastor i feel like on average like if they're like if they're doing a good job and they're a good fit yeah. it's like a 10-year thing that makes totally sense you know it's around there eight to 12 yeah. right like yeah so you grow you connect with the community you um, engage yeah. with it you grow it and then eventually it's time for somebody else to do it's that. just time for something fresh yeah yeah i get it that's nice so then you stayed there for 10 years or did you move out to in winnipeg yeah you said okay Daddy, we I'm moved to winnipeg and then they're still in winnipeg okay so 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 i ended up in thunder bay because that's where i met the mother of my children okay so uh yeah on a business trip <laughs> No, it was through church actually. Through church, okay. Through church, yeah. Just like you know, churches get their youth, kids, whatever yeah, together, yeah. like their teenagers all yeah, together. Good programs. A couple times a year, and then you meet people, and so. Yeah. What do they call this? I mean, they the pathfinders. Is that something similar to that? Uh, Where they I don't collect know what that those is. badges? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like you have seen that movie, right? Up. I have seen Up. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. I actually love that movie. That yes. was really good. Yeah. What do you like about it? It just. Uh, you know gives you that feeling of adventure like mm. you just want to have an adventure can you see yourself being that old grumpy guy one day no okay why because i like i'm I'm too active i I don't want to <laughs> just sit around since two weeks though <laughs> no i mean like this is the only time i've really worked out like focused yes i'm following just kidding. a plan I'm just kidding okay. but uh so i don't i don't claim to like i do feel great though yes i feel fantastic isn't like, it wonderful you it's, work out and then you you're tired and you sore, but you get more and more energy over time. Well, and if you're giving yourself the right fuel, that's it compounds, right? Like you're feeling good because the food you're eating is good too. Mm. Whereas I think the normal, like a lot of times we think of working out, we're like, oh, well, I went for a run so I can have that cheeseburger yeah, or whatever it is, two, right? Two cheeseburgers. Exactly. So you feel like it's justified and sure, maybe you're maintaining a balance, but uh. you're not getting the full benefit. Okay, so let, let's let's but, walk through a day here. Like today, you said you went for a run in the rain. Yeah, and then like distance wise, what was that? I I don't keep track. It's like f a forty five minute workout. Perfect. I like that. Yeah, that, and that's what it is in the in the rules. It says two forty five minute workouts. So like, I'll usually do something like a run or or walk run. Like it just depends how I'm feeling. Yep. So I start out walking and I try to push myself. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'll do that. It depends if it's convenient to do it in the morning. I'll do it in the morning, but yeah. sometimes at night. And then 
Um, I've been just following like the, um, there's an app called Freeletics. Okay. And it's just body weight exercises. Like I got, uh, yes. not using any weights or nothing. Like yeah. the odd time I'll, I'll grab onto something and do a pull up or something, but like, that's it. Nice. That leaves you very flexible. Well, it's just like, it's the only way I will do something like this. Yes. Cause if I have to coordinate too much, yeah. I won't do it. Especially like, if gyms are closed right now too. That's yeah. Tough. They're closed anyway. Yeah. No, I like that. Now, so you do two two workouts, forty five yeah. minutes, and you like do cardio and then a little bit strength training, yeah, or whatever yoga, stretching, whatever, right? And yeah, then, sometimes yoga. Yeah, it's a, that's a really good workout. It's a great workout. And then you say also food, food, yeah. yeah. So, so like you're supposed to follow a diet. It doesn't say like do you make a this up yourself? Diet. You basically do. Okay, and uh, it's really it's it's so hard to just encapsulated in like two sentences um because i've just heard this guy andy frisella like i've listened to a decent amount of his podcasts yeah um which i hope no one judges me for because he's super controversial as well <laughs> but like the stuff he knows like the stuff he's right about he's right about you know he's just that kind of guy but he's definitely a little out there on some other things but very entertaining um but anyway so I, I'd heard about it a few times, so I kind of got the idea of how it worked, and it's very, like, it's just very much a mental f toughness challenge. Ah. It's not so much, like, a fitness challenge or weight loss or whatever. Mm. It's, like, the mental toughness of not having a single cheat ma meal in 75 days. Like, not, like, if you, like, I decided for me, because my thing is, like, chocolate. Like, I just want to eat chocolate yes. every day. Yes. So I haven't had a single taste of it in like two weeks and I can't for like the rest of this time. Yeah. Do you have anything in your apartment or house or wherever you are right now though? Yeah. Lots of stuff. I have kids. Like lots of chocolate yeah. around there. So you just can't eat it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's where you're really, if for someone in my situation, I'm creating even more mental toughness about, about it. Cause you have to have the self control. Yes. Um, is it getting better? Was it easier at the beginning? How far in you done? I'm two. Days. This is two week mark right now. Yeah. So I just find that um, it's feeling easy right now. Yeah. And there's been one or two days over the last. There's been like one or two days that I would call like a test day where you're like feeling like okay, this is testing my limits. Yeah. You went to the cabinet and you smelled it. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> no. I no. think I like. Um, oh, I, well, I was in the store and I was like, I'm like, oh, maybe I should try out, try protein powder. Yes. But like, I'm avoiding sweets in general. Mm. And I just looked at it. I'm like, well, it tastes like chocolate and vanilla. And like, I'm like, that's just, it feels like cheating then. Like yes. it feels like just finding a workaround so that I can have chocolate. So it's like, it's only going to. It, it it's only going to benefit you as much as you take it seriously. It's true, very true. So so that's why I'm just kind of like really trying to like hone in, make it and make it better as I go. Yes. So like I started out, I was still eating some bread. Now I'm down to like almost no bread at all. But but it's like not off my menu in yes. in that sense. Is bread evil? No, it's not evil. It's just. It's just that I know I'm noticing, like I'm trying to pay attention to my body. So it's like, I'm noticing, okay, mm -hmm. I ate super clean today and didn't have bread and it's like feeling good yeah, or like just feeling satiated, right? Feeling full. Mm. So why should I stuff that extra carb in? 
Like it's not even, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. It's just kind of like paying attention and trying to be Yes, but you can only understand that when you're in that moment though, yeah. right? It's like yeah. for me, I, I totally get what you mean because I try to like get down on my bread and say, hey, bread is evil and let's just not eat that anymore because we're going to get a dad bought here. And then <laughs> I, I was like, I dropped it for a little while and then even just telling my mind that like it's evil and if I eat it, then my belly would hurt. But, you know, eventually, like, lately I've been eating more carbs again because I've stepped up my cardio game. Yeah. Because I, I had an injury and I'm, I'm through it now. And then I can push myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, today and yesterday I ate so much spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. And I, you know what? And my belly didn't hurt. You know, it, there's so much, like, it's, it's just so useful to listen to your body, right? Like, yes. Like, just in general. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm, I've always been able to do that with things like if I, if I've had too many days in a row where I had like two beers or something after work and it's like, okay, I'm feeling slow, like I'm feeling slower than I should. Yeah. Feeling more worn out and just not sleeping right and things like that. So it's like, all right, take a step back. Yes. I really like that you're so flexible on this in that challenge where you can just go with the rules and adjust Mm -hmm. them the way you want. Well, in a, yeah, in a way, in a way, but it's like, you're not, if you're not trying to push your limit a bit each day, then you shouldn't do it. Okay. Like, you so, know, I'm, so what you're telling me is it's too easy for you and you're pushing it even further. It's not too easy. It's just that like, I'm just trying to pay attention like, when I'm doing something like even today in the, one of the workouts has to be outside. Yeah. So I was jogging, it started raining, but I had already done an outside workout today. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, you know, I could like, I could just go back and finish this workout inside, like finish, do something else. True. It's like, no, I'm like, the point of this is just to like be more mentally tough. So you know what? Screw it. Just keep yeah. going. So just finished it outside. And did you like it? Like yeah. the, the, like I love, I love running yeah, in the rain. It is actually, it is actually nice because you stay yes. cool. Yes. Um, actually my main thought was cause I had the dog with me and I'm like, Oh, he's going to stink, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to wash him afterwards. But it's, I guess the better way to explain it is if you get into competition with yourself, like, like a lot of people do when they're running or working out, like that's, that makes it more interesting. Cause then each day you're not trying to be like, like the goal isn't by day 75 to be this like crazy either buff or skinny or whatever you're trying to do it's that's not necessarily the goal the goal is that just that each day you kept pushing yourself yes and it wasn't just a check of the box like mm-hmm. okay i did i did the bare minimum so i i passed for the day yes and it's focusing on you like when it, there's a time where people say i have to compete and i want to win this race but there's this guy that is really fast and i want to be just as good as he is right where you just said, I'm focusing on myself, where I can see a lot of improvement on yourself mm-hmm. because you focus on yourself. I just said that three times, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying your focus is completely on yourself. Yeah. All right. I think I, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I start, I, you know, I used to be that guy who uh, I watched that 10 mile race and there's this one guy, he's really fast mm-hmm. and I was training lots. And I was like, how does he do it? And I was like, mentally in my mind, I was picturing me racing him and winning this. But then I ended up always pushing myself too far where I did not listen to my body. Are you talking about Scott Weave? 
Is that him? The, no, the, it's, the guy was really fast. Not the tall, skinny guy. The yeah, older guy was at university. I just know a guy named Scott, and yeah. he's a crazy good runner. Yeah, maybe it's Scott. But, oh. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. If the audience knows, just let us know in the comments <laughs> below. So you, um, 14 days in, you love it. You're doing that. And um, let's go a little bit back. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to mid-March, right? Uh, there was is this sports challenge helping you mentally, obviously, but is that also a way for you to release maybe pressure or um, mental stress that has occurred in this special occasion that is happening around the world right now? I, I think it was more just like realizing that for the previous 75 days, I had just eaten what I wanted, mm. had a decent amount of alcohol, been pretty sedentary. And I was thinking like, oh, like that didn't feel too good. Okay. Like I, I didn't feel great doing that. It felt there was, there were definitely, there's something to be said for like having some downtime. Yes. And I definitely enjoyed, you know, a few days of having like long naps and things like that where you're just yes, kind of chilling out. But, um, but at the end of it, it's like, I didn't feel good about those last two and a half months. So okay. it's so it kind of that decision like, well, that didn't work. Let's try this. Mm-hmm. Not and not that I was trying before to like. Was it a late night decision? Feel good. It the so like my friend was doing it already. Uh-huh. Actually, Nadine's okay fiance, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen pictures Who, of him. That dude's a beast, man. He's working out. He's he's a machine. So he had started doing it a week before me. Okay. And about three days in, he's like, "Hey, you should do it too," because he's he knew I had no, known about the challenge before, and um. And so, yeah, he had mentioned it. I was like, so it was just on my brain for a couple of days. And then I just, you know, you have that like late night and you're like, I think I had actually had McDonald's twice that day. Ooh. Twice. Nice. What I don't know. Get, what did you get? Or no, it was back to back maybe. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a little inappropriate. So if your kids are listening, um, you're like, um, but but there's this this thing called a McGangbang. Okay. Have you have you ever heard of that? No. It's um two cheeseburgers, or like you take a double cheeseburger mm. and you stuff an entire McChicken, junior chicken, okay. in the middle. Yeah. So it's like a chicken beef sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. And I added some extra McChicken sauce and made it even better. Nice. And it's so just greasy. Mm. Tastes amazing though. Yeah. Like you wouldn't it. want to eat it every time. I feel like it'd be a lot, but yeah, there's, there's people who order Big Macs with no meat on it and eat it. No meat. Yeah, you can order Big Mac with no patties. It's about the, almost the same price too, a hmm. little bit cheaper. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you can probably order anything. I don't think you can just just so if anyone's listening, I don't think you can go to the window and say, "I want a McGangbang." You have to just like ask for the tooth and boards. You ask for the no. <laughs> you have to ask for the two th- the two items and and build it yourself. Yeah, but you, that's what it's called. It's, it's you have to tune your own burger. This is this is the the world we live in now. You don't want to you don't want to slip up and say something stupid. You'll be on camera. Mm-hmm. You'll be canceled. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> you lose your job. Lose everything. It does happen. Now. So I feel like you did it like for you personally, this whole situation that happened, do you want to go into that or is you like, I can tell you, I said that previously, like I went to, um, I went to my workplace, showed up there, 
door was locked. There was a big note closed. I called my boss and he said, yeah, go home. And that was pretty much the end of it. And then it's just like snowballed, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Everything was closed. How about you? Well, for me, it was very interesting. Um, but I, I won't go into too much detail about all of it. Uh, but basically, my wife and I separated right around when this, when it all started. Okay. So that was just weird in itself, adding that to the mix. Very, yeah. But in some ways, it was good because, you know, we we both got lots of time with the kids because they weren't in school. Um, but anyway, so that was like kind of the start of it. And then, uh, and, and I typically do like renovation work mm. and stuff like that. And so the jobs I had lined up kind of just disappeared, disappeared. Cause well, people didn't know if you should be in your, their homes and didn't want to be illegal and things like that. So, yep. so, um, that disappeared and, and I was like, like, okay, I'm going to be running out of work. I took one month of CERB. Um, and then I was like, well, I can't just sit here, do nothing. So I. I just pumped out some random Northeast stuff yes. and it sold like crazy for a solid month. Nice. Um, which is fantastic. Like so much gratitude for the support yep. um, that Thunder Bay has for local business. Like it's just, it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah. And then that kind of like died down again, but now it got to the point where now I am doing some rentals. So it's like, okay. So it, it's kind of just been this weird swing back and forth for me. Yeah, you had a very good flexibility then. What's that? You had a good flexibility yeah. in that way where you utilized both of your businesses in a way. I feel like, yeah, for the last few years, I've always focused on on being as flexible as I can. So mm. it just keeps increasing that way. But I guess that's what you do when you're an entrepreneur, right? I guess so. Yeah, because otherwise it's just not going to fly. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you're starting something on the side, then you have to try and tailor the rest of your life that if you need to make the transition, you can. Mm-hmm. So so if you you went to Thunder Bay, right? You do to your family. Mm-hmm. And then did you ever end up working for somebody else or was it always just you? I had many, many, many jobs. <laughs> Okay. And that's, I think, why I s- finally ended up just doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, but, um, like, I had a business before called Green City Grass. It was lawn care, mm-hmm. not marijuana. Everyone, apparently my logo kind of looked like a little bit yeah. marijuana-ish too. And people would... That's why you've tried to upsell it a little people bit. People would roll up beside me and be like, hey, put their <laughs> finger to their mouth like a joint. Hey, it wasn't legal back then. It wasn't, no. Only in Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? I have been for like two days, yeah. Nice. Yeah. How come you went to Amsterdam for, for two days? Because it was back when um, I was in, we were in Europe because my band was playing there. Yeah, you guitar player, right? Uh, not much of a guitar player. I was I seen usually the singer. The singer even. Nice. That's, now I know why you handle that microphone so well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, like my wife and I, we were, after the tour, we did like a little, um, a little three week just blitz around Europe. So it was like, which I probably wouldn't do that way again. Mm -hmm. Like it's way better visiting one place and getting to know it. Okay. You know what I mean? But at least it was just kind of that adventure of like 
hopping on a train, going to the next place. You did place. the train thing? Yeah, yeah, find a hostel. We we had a pass and stuff. That's and perfect. So we saw a lot of places in like three weeks. Yeah. What did you do in Amsterdam? That was like near the end. It's a bit of a blur. I just remember... Did you have an Amsterdam? We might, we might have only been in there been there one night. Okay. And I actually think we went to Burger King. Burger King? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's good. At least you didn't go like to McDonald's. I think, I think it was just you like that point of the trip and we were like sick of random things and we we're just like oh my goodness burger king let's go Do you make your own sandwiches at burger king too or only at mcdonald's no uh no i don't but um but when i was in winnipeg there was a burger king we would go through all the time yeah. and we'd order whoppers this is in grade 12 and we knew some of the people that worked there and we knew and we apparently if you went through the drive-through and you asked for it to be it's all it's always sexual i don't know why mm. and you asked for it to be extra sexy then they would just like make Dress it nice. It they yeah. would they would add extra toppings, extra stuff, and it was like I think nowadays they say make it dirty, isn't that make one it thing? Dirty? Too? Yeah, maybe it's like the cooks, right? I think as a yeah, it's not the a kitchen is a very uh, lewd place. It's like every certain profession has a certain language to it, which in in this matter is that way, and in other matters is that way. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Why do we have only one Burger King in town? Do you know? Um. I don't know the answer to that, but I know that there used to be two. Okay. The other one was located where Burger Barn now is. Uh, okay. Yeah. It must be demand then. Nobody likes it. Maybe. Yeah. I I haven't had Burger King in a while. Like, no, no did I. doesn't quite taste the same as it did when I was in grade 12, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were on, um, you're, you're more on exquisite food now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. Exactly. It's a, big, uh, it's a big difference. So you you like you had many jobs and then you had a band going. Uh how did that right. happen? You always wanted to be in the band? The yeah, the music thing was like coming out of high school and then like the four years that followed sort of. Okay. More or oh, sorry, no, more like seven years. So you toured Europe. Was, uh, well, we toured Denmark. Denmark, okay. Yeah, and so, it was it was like our our church connections. Like we had all uh, we were all okay. church boys, so we had all yeah. these these connections with like they got like all these boarding schools there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would know. Yeah, probably. Bo- you boarded with Denmark. Uh, I haven't. I don't think I have been in Denmark. No, no. Lots of people went up there because you I, can just drive over it. We did make it down to Flensburg. Flensburg, yeah, that's where you know in that city they keep the. Um, there's a building in the middle of the town and they keep the archives of every single driver license there. Really? So if you drive really fast on the autobahn and you get some points, your points going to go to that city. Cool. Yeah. So everybody knows Flensburg for that city. Nice. It's it's a terrible city. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's as far away as possible, like <laughs> yes. the northern tip. I have no idea. Isn't that like, why would you keep all the records just in one city only? I don't know. I don't know. But it must be the most efficient way because it's German, right? I guess maybe that's the that's the stereotype. It's um, do people bug you about that all the time? I think I am being bugged about this in a way where I can humor myself because I know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone who records three podcasts a week has to be somewhat efficient, I would think. Uh, maybe just to drive. Yeah, maybe that's what I wanted to talk to you about too. Mm. But for me, if I go, 
if like where you challenge you challenge yourself to this challenge and where I see myself what I want to do I I put a hundred percent into it because that's that's what I like and I have fun doing this mm -hmm. and that's what I want to grow that's that's it that's good yeah I'm a I'm I do too much I try too much to be perfect right but I'm getting more relaxed. Yeah, you have to be more relaxed, especially if you just want the scale of content and stuff. Like, you have to be able to just let it go. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, like, and, and the problem is because no one's paying attention to it as much as you are. It's true. So. Probably. Well, and if, but if you do have someone who's really paying attention, well, what are they going to, that means they're your biggest fan. They're not judging you. Like, yeah, they're not critiquing you every, I have a couple of people way. who listen to the episodes and I encourage them to give me feedback. That's good. Because, and I want honest, brutal feedback because honestly, that's the only way how to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think I can take it. Where do you see this going? Like, where do you see it growing into? Um, where do you like, Like the the feeling and the vibe, the vision in your head, like not like a mapped out plan, but like I have a studio somewhere in downtown Thunder Bay. Hmm. It's like big letters and says there's my face on there and says the Michael Aided show. And you know, every night we're on air and there's windows, people can look into it. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea, man. <laughs> the way things are going, like you know, they're trying out this like half this one-way street on red river yeah yeah i like that and like that could, what what if that stays like that could stay it could become a totally more interesting hub down there yeah they should close it off like you, the eaton's building is getting developed like it's gonna be sweet there's a lot going on there okay um i can't divulge but i just have heard things so yes but um but it's like it's cool so like there, why not there could be something like yeah Two guys sitting in a window chatting. Yeah, and uh, I oh, and I drive by that um, the more the waterfront there. There's this this building, the uh, old uh, train station, right, which just got a new roof last year. And okay, and on top of that, that's that's where all the radio stations are. Yeah, yeah. And I always look at them. I say, yeah, you radio stations. <laughs> What do you think about that? Like, would you want? Would you ever do something for the radio? Like, I have learned to say that. I should be flexible with my opinions because life changes. Mm -hmm. And right now, the way media is developing, I had a, I have thoughts where I can even, I, I don't know if radio is going to disappear one day, but with the way podcasts are out there, there's Spotify is a free medium. Mm -hmm. Everything is becoming free. There's way less advertising on free platforms than there is on free radio. It always depends on the listener. I just think the if they're smart, they'll adapt, right? Like radio stations will adapt because all they have to do is license, like get the licensing for like a popular podcast, true, and pump it through. Like yeah, that's what if, if that did. you know what I mean? If yeah, exactly. This they, is with Joe Rogan. Yeah, they signed him for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's a good deal. And good for him. You know, yeah, like he deserves he, it. He's been grinding for years. Yeah, he's been doing it eight years now. It's wild. Yeah. You listen to him? I do sometimes. Like not. Not that often, but um, every once in a while, I'll just go look through and I'll look at the guests. And if there's someone I know, like I enjoy yeah. hearing one of the, I don't think I ever laughed so hard when he did Kevin Hart, when he was talking to Kevin Hart. The, the last, first one, the first one or the last one? I don't remember. Okay. 
Because he just did like two weeks ago. He did a second one. Oh, okay, no, it was the first one then. Yeah, really good. The first one, I was dying laughing. I don't know. I was so pumped afterwards. Like the mental improvement I got out of that episode. Yeah. Just like the mindset of this guy who just goes and he achieves. Well, because I like what he says. He breaks it down. Kevin Hart does like, if you think of life like a game and you be competitive with it, like it changes it. It's like a game. Like what can I do to win? You Mm -hmm. know? So I think that's where I struggle. I'm always at war with like, even with Northeast of like, do I keep it small? Do I keep it where it's manageable by just me? Or do I just try to grow it, try to grow it, try to grow it? Like, Mm. um, that's the culture though, right? The Western culture is I, mm-hmm. I grow and I grow and I grow and I grow. Mm-hmm. Profit, profit, profit. Is that what you mean? Well, and sometimes the profit doesn't even match the growth. But but yeah, like I I think more along the lines, like I try to make decisions more based on like the stress level. Okay. And I'm not always successful at it. But um, How, what do you mean with that? If, can you elaborate with that? You make decision based on stress level. Well, I'm trying to think of a good example. I mean, I had been like the timing of everything going on in my life actually for the last few months makes this an easier decision. But like, because I had pulled out of the market. Uh, yes. Even though I was, it was like after Christmas, I was in the mall and the market. Oh wow. And, um, and it was great. It was successful, but like I was fried because you did both. Did yeah. You, like you appeared there every day. And then no, I wasn't too. It wasn't always me there. It was just okay. like, I was managing it. I had people in there, but it's just like, you know, your brain's a hundred percent focused on it all day long. And for whatever reason, I just felt like I was going overboard of like customer service and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause it is like, as soon as you're retail in person, it's very customer service. Like you have to be good with talking to people. So it just saps your energy. And even if I wasn't always the one there, it's like, you're always trying to manage Mm. the expectations and stuff like that. But it's like two kids, right? You're watching after two kids at the same time, or let's say babies, because you have two stores and then you still have to do what you want to do and you go your brand. Yeah. Do you get that comparison? I, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just in general, it was just like I took a step back and I was like, you know, like it was great. There were lots of sales, but at the same time, I'm like, um, if I can grow my audience and do it more myself and just do it the way I want to instead of being like, okay, now I've got this lease agreement. Now I've got to mm-hmm. like pay rent. Now I've got to pay employees. Uh-huh. So it, you know what I mean? It's like, sure, the sales are higher, higher, but so are the expenses. Yeah. So there's just all the pressure and it's like, well, if I just grow it more organically myself, mm-hmm. can I reach a point where there's like, where it's like I could be maybe living off it, but it's still manageable by me or maybe me and like one other person or two other people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just something yeah. that's always on my mind. I'm trying to think about like, what is that picture I want my life to feel like in like 10 years or something. And did you get that through the experience though? Like you get, you went out and had those two shops and then you thought, okay, this is, this is like tying me too much down. And then you said, this is not for me anymore. I think it was just that I, 
I'm a small brand, but I was trying to treat it like I was in my head. Like I was trying to treat it like I was established having like inventory, like always available. Mm. Um, just trying to like, ant- like anticipate and always making people happy, like having whatever they wanted. And if it's like, it wasn't in stock, then I felt this pressure to be like, okay, I need to get more of this printed. And then, so there were a lot of ways where I think I learned about my personality Yes, where I'm like, I'm trying to please too much, like too much. Yes. It's good to have good customer service skills Mm -hmm. like in the moments, but like when it comes down to it, I need to just set a realistic framework and work within it. And like, you know, yeah. if people buy it, great. If they don't, they don't. But like, don't bend over backwards just because I got a text one day that says, hey, do you have any of this in medium? And I don't. And it's like, okay, now I got to figure... Like, mm. it's like... Is that your perfectionism? I'm not a perfectionist at all. Okay. I think it just... I didn't realize how much I was a people pleaser. Ah, uh, okay. Because I had always done my own thing, so I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. But it's just like... Uh, okay. So do you think people took advantage then? No, no. I don't think it was like that at all. I think it was like me trying to make people happy before they even asked me to. Yeah, there's this story about a bird. He sits on the tree and he sings the most beautiful song every day. And all the other birds are singing not. And they just look at him. But meanwhile, they're eating, they're drinking. Are you familiar with the story? Okay. And then... Uh, long story short the beautiful song the bird dies because he just was singing only to please other people Mm. and not looking out after himself interesting it's a dark story (laughs) (laughs) i was like this started off so nice uh yeah man but this but the stress is real right like the stress affects you physically and yeah it's your it's your life right you put everything into this it's Excuse me. I think um I think we got to blame social media for a lot of this stuff. Like Yeah, what's up with social media? Well, you get on Instagram and you see what other people are doing and you compare yourself. Everybody's posting all the time. Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> and just like I don't know, it's like um just getting that that feeling in your head like okay, well, you know, I got I got to push this because it's, it that's if I'm doing something, it's got to be big. Mm. They're like, why? I guess in the last six months, I just started asking, last year, I just started asking why more. Like, why? Mm. Why does it have to be big? Why does it have to be anything? Yeah. Like, I started this for fun. Okay. You know, and then it's, but it's grown, mm. which I'm grateful for. Yeah. But it's kind of like, okay, where do I want to take it? Like, I, I definitely think it's an established brand well known in Thunder Bay it is and even other places yeah it's it's it surprises me sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. made by you (laughs) I mean I don't make them by hand or anything but yeah no but you are noisies yeah yeah Ah. anything else you want to say to that to that Mm. I don't know okay (laughs) <laughs> so why would you be a singer then like do you you can't play instruments i'm this is a very d- straight answer uh question i you. um don't be offended please no my so my very first band i was actually it was when i was in mississauga okay my brother and i 
and then another guy from our church. We I would play guitar and sing, and uh, my brother played the drums. Other guy played bass, but like really ter- <laughs> terrible, terrible stuff. But like it started, I guess you know I don't. Everybody know. starts somewhere, right? Yeah, I was like fourteen or fifteen. I don't know. Yep. And um, and yeah, you're just writing songs, learning chords, and singing whatever, and and it just kind of progressed. And then in Winnipeg started in another band um at the end of high school mm. it was like okay a little more it was a little more like polished but still kind of yeah did you have really long hair at one point i had decently long hair but it never was very long like it was in my 20s and i realized like i was already starting to get like the parking spots yeah. by then yeah you know how they call them in germany They call them secret club corners. Secret club corners. <laughs> I haven't. I was in high school. I like it. And my math teacher, he's like, he looks like um, the guy from Harry Potter, who's like the guy who lost his fingers, the rat that turns into, you know, I, I don't Lord know Harry Walters Potter that well. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, everybody else knows. I know. And um, I don't he looks like that. He looks like a rat, just as a human. Mm-hmm. And um, he barely had any hair, but he always combed it back, and it was just strings. Mm. And he told me in front of my whole class, "Oh, Michael, you got secret corner <laughs> club. <laughs> Reset, like your hair is disappearing." Yeah, and I was like, "What?" I didn't even know what that was. And then now I keep my hair short. You got a good shaped head. You got it. Yeah, I it think works. It works for me. Yeah. My sister said to me, it looks like I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that once in a while too, which is like... You look sick. Not funny for all the people out there Yeah, affected by that. It's you, not cool. Before I cut my hair really short, I actually let it grow out for the second time in my life. And I had a nice man bun. Mm. With like, I could see that. Yeah. Like, like the first teaching uh, yoga. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> and then eventually I just, you know, I realized I can't do this anymore. I was at the point where mm-hmm. I accepted myself for what I am. That's right. And it feels good. Yeah. I, you know, once a week I just trim it right now. Yeah. And that works. Yeah. There's, it's, it is liberating because after a while you're like, well, it's not going to grow. No. So just shave it. Yeah. Like it's just not going to do what I would love it to do. So. That's just the way it is. Someone was telling me um, the other day about the microblading, like the tattooing. Mm. You gonna you, get a face tattoo? Well, it's like you can tattoo your hair. Oh yeah, I seen that. So like, yeah. apparently, it looks really real. I I haven't seen it. You know who got that? Who? Well, he didn't get a hair tattoo, but he actually got a hair transplant. Okay. You have you ever seen old pictures of Elon Musk? No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, he can probably afford a proper hair transplant. Yeah, he probably did. Like I've seen other ones where it just doesn't look right, mm. and I just don't think I would do that. Like, did you consider it? No. Okay. I think the only way I would do something like that is if it was literally like, oh, um, you know, you can take this like supplement or something every day. It's totally natural, yeah. and it just makes your hair grow. Okay. Like, sure. Then I try, and if it was like affordable, you know, but like yeah. or. Something really yeah. non-invasive, but yeah, yeah. The tattoo I think is like for a couple of weeks, and but it looks like you have more hair then. Yeah, I think I I seen that. Yeah. 
So and and beard? What? what you, I I can only hate? grow a patchy beard. Okay. I can grow a pretty good mustache. Nice. Um, but it's so like it doesn't grow uniform. It's just like all over the place. Yeah. So after a certain length, I just it's just too much. It's all wild. It's just a wild mustache. It's yeah. un uncontrollable. Just like northern, Ontario. untamable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could curl it, right? Yeah, a little bit on the ends, but like it's still just yeah. I don't know. I've, yeah. And I did it for my buddy's wedding. Nice. Um, we all we all grew our facial hair for it. It was awesome. My my parents always, if you have a beard, you're probably not going to get a job. Mm. I don't think they said that to me directly, but I think back to like with your questions about how we are or those people are over there on the other side of the sea. Mm-hmm. Just like I've never had a beard till like I was way in my mid twenties, mm-hmm. almost thirties. Because I always it was clean shaven. That was just like a thing. Same thing was like you don't get a tattoo because then you don't get a job. Right. It's like I'm trying to picture your face clean shaven. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a chin. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, it's just gone it just you just think you don't have a chin because you're used to seeing the beard yeah yeah that's yeah. it works yeah cool so you sing and you like it and then you just stopped after four years in thunder bay well we um life got busy life got busy well like we so how old are your kids if you don't mind asking <laughs> Almost eleven. Eleven, okay. Almost nine and then four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are five and six months. Yeah. That's a bit of a gap, eh, too? Yeah. It took a little bit. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. But um well that's like my youngest to the second, like four years or something. Five mm-hmm. years almost. Yeah. But when we were like when we had the first one and then everybody says hey i'm i'm very open about this mm, so don't okay. be shocked okay. audience please just skip the next two minutes if you don't want to know how did you do it <laughs> so like if you you think always people get pregnant right away but i hate to break it to you for some that how it works and for others it doesn't work oh, yeah. that way and some can't even have kids That's and right. some actually have kids but they lose them and that happens too right mm-hmm. so for us we uh i think we lost one yeah we lost actually we lost two so but you know that's tough i'm okay with this yeah because it's life and it's good for other people to know about this because it's not all just sunshine for sure yeah totally man and um we had the same thing too early early on yeah but it just happens i didn't even know about this no no i didn't i remember my mom talked about this and said hey you know we we lost one between you and my sister that when we had like the first one and I didn't think anything which mm-hmm. I did just was gone. Yeah, even my mom too. I don't remember where in the progress it was, but mm-hmm. yeah, they lost one. They say one to one of every four or five is one is a is a rainbow. Mm-hmm. They call that's it. why they called the miracle, right? Yeah, miracle of birth. It's beautiful. It's crazy. So that's 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 what happens. Are you chasing waterfalls too? Waterfalls? Yeah. I haven't had the time to go chase any waterfalls. Okay. I'd kind of like to do at least one this summer. Yeah. Everyone everyone posts pictures from uh, Wolf River. Yeah. 
So I, I know where that is. So like, I feel like I, that one I might try and attack yeah. this year. Okay, you're gonna just borrow a helicopter from the waterfront and sh- <laughs> fly down there. Is that the best way? I, I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Casey Neistat style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just like every day. That's something I want to get more into is the vlogging. Mm-hmm. It's like I I just enjoy it, but I feel like then I I do like. I do, I'm not a perfectionist, but I do think like, oh, I could do this so much better. And so like, so sometimes I'm just so lazy with it. And other times I have too big of an idea that I just never do it. Okay. So then I just end up putting out the lazy stuff, I guess. But, but even that is just like, it's creative, it's fun. And like, and I've noticed for social media that like people love, seeing the behind the scenes and all that little stuff they like like they like the details yes i love Um, when you do that like when you post that the video about your um new place there out by mm -hmm. that uh, court street i think it is oh man i've barely been there too yeah i don't want to don't want to tell you exactly where it is (laughs) right stalkers yeah it's okay somewhere (laughs) somewhere around there guys but i mean like that's a nice place yeah and it's like studio and how come you didn't go there no i haven't had the time so there's just been lots going on like yeah um we had a pandemic pandemic like kids being home Mm -hmm. um and i'm on my own now too so it's like when they're with me like it's hard to get other things done and then and then when they're not with me you're doing podcasts i gotta do yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta or i gotta do like a reno job or something or or just like that's my chance to get other things done there was yard work there were things Mm -hmm. but like i was um and we even just sold like uh we had another rental property so we sold that okay and uh and the house i'm in is our old house and we're and we're probably going to sell that too it's looking like so um lots of changes so it's just like all this stuff's going on and like that's life's already crazy enough mm. and i'm just doing like things are just nuts so right how now. how long do you sleep then do you get up like at 6 a.m dude morning? this is the crazy thing about the challenge is i'm getting five to six hours of sleep a night and feeling good you feel good that's like because, it's because you don't do diaper changes anymore <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. It's a um, solid five hours sleep. Yeah, but there is something to be said about like passing out as soon as your head hits a pillow because you worked yeah. so hard that day. Like, yeah. did you have trouble you with so that much. before sleeping? Yeah, like it typically takes me a little bit of time to fall asleep. Mm. Um, I get that, but it's amazing. Like having less screen time on my phone, like right now, um, and doing more reading and stuff yeah it is i don't know and just well the diet and exercise like i just i'm I'm using everything efficiently i feel like right now yes for the first time and forever like i don't remember feeling this good so nice like today around six actually i was like starting to feel a little sleepy because i didn't get as much sleep last night Mm. how much i actually don't know what time i went to bed wow but it was probably like one you just passed out it's probably like one o'clock and I woke up at six. Okay. That's good. You had one hour more sleep as I had. Yeah. <laughs> my my game plan last night, I was like, I, I'm working, like my kids are in bed. I'm working on the things I want to do, mm. which, you know, is a podcast. And then I have a certain amount of time. And I, my game plan was I'm in bed by midnight. I was in bed by one o'clock. 
and baby woke up at three and at five and then he it's didn't the yeah and then he didn't settle and lisa she took care of him and we had a appointment this morning for the kids for shots at nine fifteen, and we threw ourselves out of bed at like eight thirty, mm. <laughs> last minute yeah like babies are totally different you can't you can't make a routine with babies they they determine that for you like i mean you train them right but yeah but um he's teasing right now so it's a mess and they're all different like whatever you did for the first kid you're like why isn't it working for this one like true they're always different yeah they keep you guessing man yeah they rule your life (laughs) (laughs) at first i I thought you said ruin but you said rule (laughs) yeah sometimes sometimes it feels the other way but yeah most of the time it can feel like that to be totally honest there's moments where you reflect but what the, like I would, I always would want to have kids again if I could ever pick again. That's so cool. It's like the biggest thing for yeah, me. Yeah, man. It's like, it's it's so rewarding. Like it's just, I don't know. It's nothing like it. Yeah. When people tell me that don't have kids and they tell me they're busy, <laughs> I, I don't say anything. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> or this, but this is the other thing when I when I find myself comparing myself to someone. Um, whether someone in town, like anyone local or someone like not from Thunder Bay, but just like people who are accomplishing things. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, why can't I do what they're doing? And then I just do the simple math. Like, well, wait a second. Mm. It's them and maybe a spouse or a partner, but like most of the time, no kids. Yeah. Sometimes the spouse doesn't even support what you do. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, like, if I wouldn't does have, does Lisa support the podcast? She does. Yeah. Yeah. I convinced her to <laughs> say, "Hey, like, I." Well, I mean, she does her thing with the art. Yeah. But Sounds I cool. Like for the gear, like the new gear that I got, mm-hmm. I was. We talked about it. Like mm-hmm. we talked about it for a week or two, and just because it was a big investment, and we mm-hmm. said it. And then and eventually she, she said yes. So that's why you got to go so hard to show her that you're using it. Otherwise, yeah. It'll be that thing that you made her buy. I guess so. But for me, really, it's the opposite, I think. For me, it's like this hour on Monday, like you here now. Yeah. I have like two hours, maybe one hour I can talk to you. This makes my week. And I'm not yeah. lying to you. This is like, this is what I am I want to do. And I love it's it. awesome, man. Yeah. So. Cool. No, it's like, it's super valuable to know that about yourself. Mm not a lot of people do like i sometimes struggle with that still like i always felt like i didn't know exactly what i wanted to do okay yes because you all over the place in in a way with social media right like you i like the videos you do and i think they're really great and i think you undersell yourself if you just say you post something that is like low quality because it's Mm -hmm. i think it's not like i think it's really up there and i can see it but maybe it's the consistency. Yeah. Consistency is the hardest part for yeah. me anyway. Yeah. So I think maybe if I map it out more, just make it a habit every day. Is it like a, do you, do you do yourself schedules? Like, do you have a certain time where you get up now? Because you said I well, five to six hours right now. Yeah. Like I've just been setting the alarm for six o'clock and okay. getting up. But, um, but yeah, I, I find like until I think if you give me another month and I get, cause um, I'll probably be moving again and things will be like 
I'll, I'll have life will be settled down a bit. And if kids go back to school, it's like, I'll be able to get back in the zone of like yes. doing what I need to do. I just feel like all over the place right now, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm good at. I'm yes. good at being like thinking on my feet and I'm good at just winging it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the current moment, it's just kind of nuts. Like, yeah. But you still pumping things out. Like you, you pumped out those, um, those men t-shirts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, you, you giving back to great causes. You, you supporting other people through what you do. And then you have this whole new explosion of uh, dye on your shirts now. Well, that's just like a limited, limited release for the 35, hardcore. 35 t-shirts. Northeast. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think they're about halfway sold out. Wow. But, um, never ever back again. <laughs> probably not. Limited. No, they they might. I don't know. Like if the demands are, if if people start asking me all throughout summer and into the fall for them, then then it's easy to sell anything between like September and Christmas. Okay, like that's when you can just make stuff, and you know it's gonna be gone by Christmas for sure. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not your best selling, because like if I'm in the mall again, which is another thing I haven't decided. But um, do you think malls will ultimately just disappear? I I don't know ultimately, but um, apparently I was talking to someone yesterday actually who's working at a store in the mall, and even though it's quiet in there, um, like they're still selling lots. Yeah, it's like people are being people like it. Well, and you got to figure how many times. Thunder Bay, we travel to the States and shop. Like, even though the dollar's bad, people still do it. They still go and they, because it's just something different. Yeah. So, I mean, people have been cooped up now for a few months. Yes. Now the mall's open. So, yeah, I can see it. Like, people going in and being like, hey, I can buy clothes. I can buy random stuff I don't need. But, yeah. Um, you know, we are, our whole culture is based on consumption, which has its problems for sure. But it just you know, that's already the way things are run. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know long-term for the mall. I feel like it'd be interesting to see if they could do something more creative with that space. Okay. Like a climbing wall? Sure. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know what you'd be able to get away with in there. Like you, but it would be interesting I don't know. I, I think it could be cool to have, what if there was like a farmer's market or something in the mall every week, mm-hmm. but you, you know, know, stuff like that, just something yeah, like that. I yeah. don't, I don't know. So that, that brings me back to where you said like you closed off, they closing off Red River down there. Mm-hmm. You know, the cities I'm, where I'm from, there used to be a road and then they just closed it off and then you just walk. Yeah. So I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's all over Europe. Mm-hmm. Walk, walking streets. Yeah, and then the cafes are all outside. You can always sit outside if you want to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else did I have? I I lost it, but the TikTok, okay. TikTok, right? <laughs> you want to talk about TikTok? Uh, I wish I could. Like, is that also the pressure of being like others that are on social media? No, it's not being this? like others. It's just Voices. seeing the opportunity of like potentially gaining. Yes like mass amounts of followers. Cause like people still, even now, even though TikTok's established, people are still kind of exploding on that platform. Yes. But how old is it? 
It's, I don't know. A couple of years, right? A couple of years, and it started as something called Musical.ly. Okay. And then, and then, yeah, changed to TikTok. They adapted the platform a little bit, and then... Yeah, it and, works. I think the most interesting thing about it is um, we're seeing um, social media started as like showing your most perfect moments, mm-hmm. right? And it still is to some extent people show their highlight reel, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at TikTok, like people are shameless. People are doing like the silliest thing, like making fools of themselves, like um, messing things up, having fun with it. Like, mm-hmm. so it's almost like there's more honesty coming out. Um, and it's like this thing that's evolving. Yeah. If you actually look at the way social media is gone, mm-hmm. like it's evolved and the people that are more honest and, and share more of what's going on in their lives tend to gain the biggest amount of followers, which is a principle that's always been true. Um, in fact, Cheryl Crow, believe it or not, made that statement like decades ago, like couple, like I don't even know how long ago, 15 years ago. Mm. And she said, if you want to get famous, share your personal story, okay. share your personal life. Uh, how, how, why do you think that is? Is that because the, the people connect with it then? They yeah. see similarities? Because if I'm like you, you're going to relate to me better. Mm. If I'm on a platform, on a pedestal, you might admire me a little bit. Mm but you won't have that connection to me. Mm. And as soon as I show you that like, Hey, I got my kid at home and I'm going to make her take pictures of me for this photo shoot because That's, like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, and someone can relate because they got a goofy toddler at home mm. and they see that I'm just a dad, like most of the time. And I do North when I'm doing Northeast, it's like 10% of my life. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't look like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah, it's the it's the I am you mentality. So that's video too, right? And music. So two very strong mediums. I feel like yeah, for TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right up your alley, really. I guess so. Yeah, I, I haven't done a lot of with music since I started Northeast, but um, it's like it took all my extra time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's so hard to when you focus on something and you put it all, everything in there to do also something on the side. Like now you also work out and you have this plan and then you do northeast and you have the other company, right? Yeah, but the the working out has made me realize that um, how much time I have in the day and how much time I was wasting before. Yeah, that's a lot of time, I guess. Well, if you think about the working out, it's like an hour and a half. So like it was really easy to spend collectively an hour and a half on my phone. Yes. You know what I mean? Just scrolling. Scroll up, scroll yeah. up, scroll up, double tap. I'm sure people can relate to that. Like if you really mapped it out, you'd be like, oh, I could have taken that amount of time and done two workouts. I know. And sometimes it's such a big barrier to get over that invisible fence though. To put it down and say, okay, this is it for me. And I do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It helps me to say that I, like, all the time I have is limited. And if, like, everything I do, don't get me wrong, I waste time. And yeah, I, yeah. I, need, <laughs> I need to disconnect. Like, but I also realize that time for me, I can spend it this way or I can spend it the other way. 
mm-hmm. I think once you do that, then automatically you you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Either way, you're gonna step out of it, or you or you stay where you are. Right. It really depends on you. Mm. It's deep stuff, man. Deep, getting deep here. <laughs> I like to get a little deep, you know. Yeah. So you think we live in a simulation then? Oh, yeah. I was actually asked this question very recently. Okay, who asked you? Uh, just a friend of mine, but um, it was just like I can't remember what my answer was actually. Yeah, you said yes. I said that it's conceivable mm. because there's an argument for if every decision you make is actually your brain deciding it. Mm. Okay, you draw the barrier, or if you decide, like, if you decided it based on everything that happened to you previously yeah right if you go back far enough like do you follow me or do you I, do you want I, me to paint do you, you feel like this is an imprint from your parents you do what your parents did that's your values is that what you mean well like you know you could just say something like why do you want why do you like doing podcasts okay let's talk sorry it needs to be more of like actionable like why did you start doing podcasts okay yeah good um why did i ta- start doing podcasts i started podcasts because i tried out video like youtube and it's not for me i don't know i'm looking for something where i can connect with people and engage with people because ultimately we're all here on the same planet right now mm-hmm. we're stuck here even though some people are going to go to the moon and Mars soon. But we are he- all here together. And as a, as a human, is that prof- a human race? Mm-hmm. Like we are, yeah. One, yeah. So like, it's all about people mm-hmm. in mo- for me. Like, I think the most things you can learn is by connecting with other people and talking about whatever happens. Right. And so what, so YouTube didn't fly. Yeah. And it's time. YouTube takes too much time. Yeah. Podcast is cool. I can do it quick. I, I, we do raw, right? This is not like yeah. I don't edit it because yeah. I would take away the conversation. Right. Then if you want to edit your podcast, go ahead, do it. I don't mind. But for me, you're phony. It's natural. <laughs> it's It's natural. And then because there's a lot of emotions you can hear in voices. Yeah. I don't know if you're into listening, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's why it saves me time too. Mm-hmm. And then I can connect with people. Okay. Yeah. Bingo. So that's why I'm doing podcasts. Time, connection. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a very thorough answer. It was good. But I guess... I'm trying not to be perfect. Maybe I maybe I should just like take this to a more simple thing. Okay. Your guitar in the corner. Okay. It's it's my wife's. Okay, your wife's guitar. So so it's like, you know, why does she why did she buy the guitar? Oh. Did she You want me to tell you? Learn guitar? No. No. I bought something of a bigger price tag and then Okay. We decided So she got to even it out. Exactly. Right, but I'm just saying, like every this isn't going the way I this isn't the going going the way I plan. Like, why did I decide to do seventy five hard? Well, because I had spent a few months doing the opposite, and because I'd heard about it before, mm-hmm. heard the positive things. Okay, where did I hear it from? This guy Andy Frisella. 
how did I hear about Andy Frisella? Well, I heard about him because I stumbled across another guy um, named Charlie Jabbly, who is doing a little podcast with this guy named Drama. Okay. I don't know if you know Drama and, um, oh my goodness, can't remember the name. Deerdick. What's his first name? Rob Deerdick. Okay. Anyway. He had this show called Fantasy Factory and Robin Big, these shows that I would watch with my best buddy Dave and we'd laugh our butts off. Mm. And so like I'm just taking like every little thing. So I'm just talking about 75 Hard right now. Yeah, yeah. And it all can be traced back to something. Yes. Right? Why? Like why would I do this? Because all these things were there mm-hmm. previously. And so when you go back far enough, this is where my brain goes to say like, well, it could be a simulation where it's literally like a starting point and say like, okay, let's see what happens. Like, Mm. like an experiment, like a cosmic experiment and be like, you know? Okay. Yeah, I can see that. So like my decision to be on the podcast, was it my own decision? I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's no way to know. Yeah. You, you could have said no. I could have. You just like Michael? No. This is, I don't want to be here. <laughs> you could have said that, but then, but then that too with that, especially like I approach you very directly. I said I want you on my show, <laughs> like next week. I was truthfully um, just you know because I knew Damien was on here, and I was like, I gotta. I, I feel like I'm catching up to him, <laughs> social media wise. Like he's probably okay on top for Thunder Bay. Yeah, I he, told him he's consistent, it. man. I told him that when he was here because he can't see his post, right? In the like hashtag Thunder Bay mm-hmm. when he goes on most popular. Somehow he said he can't see his own posts on there. And then I told him, you know, your posts are usually like always in the top. Really? Yeah. Like the, Weird. Bear, the bear selfie. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have done That's that? That's a good one. I don't know. I have kids. Yeah. Like I might have if it, if I realized it was safe. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. We got we we need these single single people without kids to be reckless so that we can we can live vicariously. Mm-hmm. No, he's a great character. <laughs> I love him. I mean, like, I mean, I feel like he's. Uh, I'm just kidding, Damien, but sort of not. Like, I feel like he started doing more vlogging after I started doing some. Oh. It's getting personal now. So personal, <laughs> but I actually, but I, but I encourage them too. When I, whenever I've seen them, I'm like, yeah, do more. Like I, I want to see it. Yes. Because like, you both I can want, grow from it. I want to do it. I want other people to do it. Like mm. other, anytime I have a discussion, like I would always end up in discussions at the market with other vendors. And then they're like, you know, I can't, I just don't want to put my face on camera. That's fine. Like find some other way to like document and just do it more, more, more. What do you mean by that? Is that like for your kids? Document? Or do you mean like... Oh, I mean like business strategy and social media. Okay. Okay, like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the... It's the Gary V philosophy. Ah, elaborate. You don't know Gary V? I uh, know. I don't know a lot of people. No. Gary V is like kind of the... He is... Um, He's an entrepreneur... Um, and he's turned sort of like motivational style, but he just over documents everything. And he's got a team, like he's got a, you know, an 800 person 
company mm. called uh, Vayner Media. He does like um, Vayner. Vayner, because his last name is Vaynerchuk. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, um, but the point is, like, he he basically says, go use scale, like quantity over quality. Okay. Well, it's quantity and quality, but it's quantity at first. Pay attention to what's working. Adapt, like yes. you know what I mean. Like that just master. get better at it. But like he's got teams of people mm-hmm. like for he's got like a team for instagram team for like he just pomping out crazy he's a cheater, he's a cheater. well he's got he's, he's not doing it by himself he's, he's a building cheater. personal brand right yeah but he is doing a lot on his own too okay like they'll send him the things the edited things okay and he'll decide he, what he posts okay he'll write up the caption he'll yeah. respond to a lot of the comments do you agree with that or is it like as an artist or as a personality, do you feel like if you post a it's video f- that is edited by somebody else and then you represent, that's not really your style, is it? I think I'd, I think I'd be down. Okay. I think it just depends. Like it, when you're, you're not a- like, he's not giving his team free license. He is, but, but then it's like, Oh, I don't like this, but I like this do more like that. You know, he's giving them direction. Okay. So it's not like a free-for-all. So it's almost like he's empowering other people to grow their skills through yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait when are you going to post that job? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't pay much. <laughs> so, uh, okay. well. any anytime someone wants to follow me around with a camera and, and make me videos, go for it. Yeah, you heard it here. Just uh, hit him up. up. On, yeah, yeah just, seriously. On Instagram. Nathan will get back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that, you know, because it gives you flexibility too. But I have that concern where like let's see that let's talk about Casey Neistat for example. It's mm-hmm. like the style he does, you know, it evolved, yes, and then yeah, he's cool too because he did it on his own, right? Yeah, yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Like his marriage almost fell apart due to vlogging. <laughs> because it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy. I think it's just like the, um, he was just like this, the spirit of like goodness mm. and engaging with people in a positive way. Yeah. Equally. He's a super positive guy. Yeah. On the outside. Right? True. We you don't, don't know. You don't know. That's true. Have yeah. you ever met a famous person? Um, Like besides yourself? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I uh I can't I can't think of if I've met anyone super famous. I'm sure I have. Okay. Like I can nothing give, come to mind. Maybe you you figure something out. Like I can tell you a story. Okay. I was in Germany and um we drove to the the North Sea, which was like a 3-4 hour drive. We stayed there. Um very uneventful. In in Germany there is this culture where the the music culture is like country Mm-hmm. it's more traditional though uh, very traditional and um, usually young people don't really like it and there's there came down this guy right and he was like totally into that he was a big singer on this certain kind of music my sister recognized him and she's just like <gasps> and it's like this is this and this guy and I was just like wow he looks like shit <laughs> <laughs> You know, like people don't really, you have this impression right. of somebody and then 
you see them portrayed as somebody and I bring it back to social media and then you meet them and it's just like they are not even like that right I do think though that's where I can't remember how we started talking about this yeah but you are famous I'm definitely not but I mean I do think the social media thing is interesting because I feel like you know I had the one podcast with you but I didn't see you yeah did you get any did you get feedback from that where like people like ah this was not a good I don't remember okay that was like just at the start of the quarantine just at the start of everything for me so yeah I didn't see you either so yeah we did that over the phone or whatever but um uh what was i gonna say my point is but you and you post lots of random stuff too mm. and so it, it i do feel like i knew you before yeah. i walked in the door today yeah I know. right I and know. i've had, had people say that to me too they were like oh hey nathan i follow you on instagram and um not all the time it's just random but like yeah so you realize that if you're showing that like on a side of you yeah people are gonna know they're gonna get to know you yes I, I felt that way with Nadine, actually. Okay. I'd followed her for a couple months before um, I ever met her, and and we had started just chatting and just seeing her stories every day. It was like when I met her, it was just like, oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, Nadine. Like, yeah. I know you. Yes, she's a social media master, though. She's very consistent. She's good. Like, she pumps it out with mm-hmm. content. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way, actually, when you walked up uh, to the house, and I was like, yeah, that's Nathan. That's, like, yeah. that's him. Yeah, I know him. I hang out with him before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's just like a whole different age, right? So you can really get to know people. Mm. I like it. I think I like it. How come you always strive for more? Like, Whoa. you know what I mean, right? Like, just in general. That drive. Like, why? I don't know. Why do you have Sometimes that? I wish I just had like that mentality where I enjoy going to the mill and coming out. Like I'm not knocking anybody. No, I know, I know. Like at all. Because yeah. sometimes I really am jealous. Yes. Um, because I'll get anxious about accomplishing things. I'll get anxious about being productive. Okay. Like I, actually if I'm not, if I don't feel productive, you know, some days are better than others, right? But, but if I don't feel productive, like I've done something after like, say like three or four days, I do get mildly depressed. Like, okay. So it's a mental health thing then for you? Like maybe it satisfies you in a way that keeps you happy? Yeah, I think it does. It regulates me. But at the same time, I'm willing to admit that maybe sometimes it's not as healthy. Yes. Because if I can't like tone it down. I think I'm getting better at it with age. Like, I think I'm like just, you know, the evaluating, like, do I want to grow this as big as I can or do I want to grow it in a way that I can manage it? Mm -hmm. Because the second option gives me so much freedom, right? Yeah. And then that freedom can create a more stress-free kind of lifestyle. To put that in context would be like, uh, you're, you would would you go for the next big manager job where you make a little bit more money, but then you are never at home anymore. Mm. Is that what you mean? I yes. think so. Yeah, I think so. I get <laughs> it. My, my my examples are so bad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I think I was, yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't on the same page. No, I get it. I would do the same actually. 
I think, but you can you never know till you try, and mm -hmm. then you you either way like it or you don't. It's true. I think it's good to strive for more all the time, in a way that is healthy. Mm -hmm. Because if if I can, if I would just say I want to always have the same thing going on, I think life would be boring. I I don't think it would satisfy. And I think that's the thing about humans. Uh, they always strive for more. Yeah. Like, like building rockets to go to space. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the ultimate goal of um, us as we are. It's a very random question out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about space. I guess I, sp I, I do think it's interesting though because it's like that. that's always been part of humanity like even you know the europeans who wanted to find this other passage to india yep. and didn't realize what they were going to find but like just that sense of adventure like we have never gone this direction as far as we can yeah and they did and they did and they found something new so it's like yeah that's i think that's just in human nature mm -hmm. to want to discover right even just like climbing mountains it's like you, you know you can only climb so many and then you want to climb everest you want the biggest one yeah you into climbing mountains no no <laughs> i mean not that i i probably would i like hiking i like doing that stuff but yeah. like my parents used to take me hiking all the time yeah when i was younger i hated it <laughs> <laughs> do you still hate it uh, or do you appreciate those times now i would say i appreciate it I think there's a lot of things my parents did at, I, at the time when I was young. Because I battle with my kids. Okay. Like, let's go for a hike. Let's go for a walk. Uh, <laughs> how like, much longer? Like, do we have to? But then they always have fun, though. Yeah. You get there and they have fun. And it's a memory, right? Mm hmm It's like, it's a memory game. Yeah. Because you created this. I think that's something that comes back. Because that's what, like like, childhood is. In the end, it's just all memory. Mm -hmm. Like when I talk to Alba sometimes, to put that in context, he's five years. And sometimes I wonder what's going on in his mind. Because like, I know he doesn't understand death, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't understand. Well, he, mm -hmm. he knows people, you, you, you yeah. die, whatever. But he doesn't, I don't think he can comprehend. Sometimes it's over. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this innocent and this feeling that the kids have. I, I really sometimes wonder what's going on in there. And I admire this, right? Yeah. Because sometimes when you go up older, you you can lose yourself in situations where you, as a child, you would just not even worry about it. Right. Because you didn't know about it. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, like, it's it comes down to you're going to dwell on whatever your world entails. So, like, if you're five, you're only thinking about my next snack. Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> like, my the toy I want to play with. Yeah. Why do I have to go to bed? Like, y your world is smaller. Okay. So, you're not even considering all that stuff. You can Someone can tell you about it. Mm. Why do they ask all those questions then, though? Because like, I think they just know that there's more because of how we are. Okay. I don't know. I'm just figuring this out right did now. You, did your talking. kids? Did your kids ask a lot of questions when they were younger? Yeah, I always bug my oldest because he'll ask me the most random questions. <laughs> and I'll be like, "I'll be like, 
you know I'm not Google, right? Like, like just random. Yeah. I can't even think of an example. But like, yeah, they always ask questions. It's good. It's good to ask questions. Yeah. This is, uh, supposedly, no question is a stupid question. Do no. You, do you agree with that? No, but there are, or yes, but there are stupid people, right? Okay. Or you can be acting stupid, I should say. It's not nice to call people stupid. No, it's not nice, Nathan. I've learned that, another thing I've learned about myself is I'm, I, without trying, without meaning to, I can be critical, like, and criticize people. Mm. Did you find that when you did the live shows on Instagram that you were very critical? No, it's just something I've realized more recently, I guess, just in conversations with people and then realizing, like, why am I always trying to pick apart and give them, like, it's it comes from a way of, like, wanting to problem solve, mm. I think. Okay. So you're critical about yourself? Maybe not enough. I don't know. Okay. Wow. Really? You think so? Even though you have maybe the ultimate drive and then like you always strive for more. Man, I'm going through like a different time in my life right now though. So I mean, there's just lots of exploring my mind and exploring. Do you write things down? I see you brought quite a bit. Little book with you. Yeah, I don't, I just sort of bring that everywhere. But um, I do write things down most mornings. Okay. Yeah. Like dreams? It just depends. Like usually it'll just be like kind of how to focus my brain on what, what, you know, subconsciously I'm trying to focus my energy on, but like goals, goals, sometimes very just broad, like things I want in my life, like positivity. Yes. Um, and, uh, but then other times it's more specific, like just something that's on my mind. So I'll write it down. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good It's a habit. useful habit, yeah. yeah. Did you read about this too and then you did it? I'm sure I heard about it um actually from another podcast, probably from Tim Ferriss. Okay. Yeah. Cuz he's like a serial journaler. Oh, okay. H- haven't you listened to him? No. Should I say yes? No. No. <laughs> That's okay. I, I you know, no, I, I sorry. I was talking to Damien. That was Damien when okay. I, or the conversation. I'm like, I feel like I was talking to someone about yeah. this. I do look like uh, Damien a lot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a little taller, but yeah, and he's like way more muscular. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, the Instagram live shows you did there. Hmm. How come you did that? Because I realized everyone was sitting on their phones and like that was when lockdown was like, boom, nobody was moving. Yeah. And so I just thought, you know what? I got to do, I want to do something that just like I had seen, I had seen like a lot of other bigger accounts doing it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hey, just try it, do it. Okay. And okay. then as soon as I, I stopped not really intentionally, but I released like some merch and then it kind of got busy. Uh, okay. Cause I was twiddling my thumbs before that. And I was finding like, I would just sit on the couch, watch Netflix and drink beer. So if I gave myself something I had to do every single night. Yeah. So I think it only lasted like 10 days or something, but that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Why did you stop? Mostly cause like the, 
the clothes just started selling. Like okay. I was just busy. So then it was like in the evenings I would be in the evenings I'd be preparing orders and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. So this is because not so, that you didn't want to, but it happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was just going with the flow with that. Yeah. You should, I think you should have continued. Yeah. Yeah. The well, late, late night Northeast show. Yeah. I, I tuned in a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's hard to do for me, but I did because also again, I, I felt connected. Right. Mm. And it's good to, especially in that time because everybody's stuck at home Mm -hmm. and it's good to, I could see firing it back up in the winter. Okay. Like summertime, man, everybody's just, especially in Thunder Bay, everyone's out doing stuff. So in the summer you could do the vlog and then in the, in the winter you do Instagram live. Maybe. And in between just TikToks. I, (laughs) (laughs) I think if I was, if I had to hire someone, they would have to help me more with TikTok than anything else. That's okay. just like, I I just can't fully wrap my head around it. Why? Because it's like, I'm trying too hard to do what's trendy yeah. instead of just doing my own mm. thing yeah. on the TikTok platform. Yeah. Is that because you feel like you want to grow it too fast, too much? It's just like trying to figure out what works and what doesn't, I guess. Yeah. You know, I feel that sometimes when I look at numbers, like... I look at numbers and I feel like this is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like demotivated. Is that a word? Whatever. Yeah. Dude, the post I put today, it looks, so it's, it was just that picture of like the Federated Charities thing. Yeah. The MTO. Um, the MTO thing that I'm, that me and I know Ngali is part of it too. It's like a virtual vendor fair. Okay. Um, there's probably some other businesses, but, but yeah, I posted it just like a screenshot of of showing all the charities very nice nine likes mm. that's it yeah and like i realize it's not as like it's not a nice picture of northeast stuff or anything like that or anything super like engaging i guess but it just surprised me i was like that's mm-hmm. i've never had that low of likes since i unless it was like when i started or something yeah especially if you give back right like this is a for a yeah. It cause. just it just surprised me, it, but like maybe unless maybe there's something with the algorithm where it's like it recognizes that it's just a bunch of text, okay, and then doesn't favor it as much. Maybe yeah, I don't know, like no clue. But it's just like I looked at it before I walked in. I was like, that actually only got nine likes, huh? Yeah. So does that demotivate you? No, no. When that stuff happens, I just pay attention. Okay, because you can use it, right? We're like, okay, so that didn't work. And like, it's always good to go back and look and consistently the the stuff that gets the most attention is when it's either something where I'm hyping up something, build, there's build up for something yeah, or it's because I've brought people along with a story okay. and then something big happens. So like leading up to being in the mall, it was like I noticed I was just sort of telling people like on the stories like, hey, yes, this is what's happening. I'm kind of stressed about it. I don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And you did video, right? I did video like yeah. just talking to the camera. Yeah. Just talking. That's it. And then it was a couple of weeks and then finally we opened up and then I just posted like a simple cell phone photo of me at the booth. That was it. And it, that was my most engaged, most organic reach posts that i've ever done wow um 
because people knew like the story they knew how i was feeling like i posted my insecurities you know what i mean like i i showed the truth yeah and then i it's that's like the typical storyline if you watch enough casey neistat you know he talks about this there needs to be a beginning middle end and there needs to be like a main character solving a problem yeah that's like the premise of every movie storytelling yeah 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 so but you did that naturally i didn't mean yeah i didn't even plan it but it's like you need to, if you consider that even just a little bit mm. when you're making your content, it definitely brings people along better. Yeah. So you're using it in a very good way that the feedback improves you. I think so. Yeah. I try to. That's good. My my biggest problem is I just go in waves of like posting lots and then nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But because that's just life though. Yeah. I can't post everything every day. It's hard to be on all the time. Yeah. And some days you just need to not be. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I took two days off last week. I was like, I was done. I did four podcasts last week. And then I was like, Friday, Saturday, I was like, yeah, that's just it for me. Yeah. And because. Your brain can only do so much too. Yeah. And then I went back at it and I wanted to go back at it. Mm. Because I was like, okay. I Refreshed. Have, I, I reset. So did you ever go to, um, beside Europe, you went everywhere, anywhere else? I've been to China. Ooh. Yeah. On the wall? I was on the wall, yeah. Yeah. There's supposedly the, the, the workers that build it, the slaves. Whoever built it, they buried them in the wall. Did you know that? I probably did at the time. I'm sure I, I got like a whole tour and stuff, but yeah, I definitely forgot about that. Nice. <laughs> Why did you go there? That was another sort of, um, so that was back in 2002. Mm. I was a young buck. Yeah. And it was part of like a church thing. Nice. So it was like, a, well, not ch- church specifically, but an organization, right? And they put us in these orphanage. And um, so, yeah, we just worked in the orphanage. Helping. Helping out. The coolest part was just living. Like it was six weeks. We even had some language lessons. So it's like you learn, well, I, I, I enjoy language. I'm not like proficient in any other language other than English. Okay. But I just find it fun, like picking up different things. And, um, yeah. So like by the, by halfway through, I could like go to the markets and order what I need, like just, just simple, really simple things and nice get by. And you'd be, but we'd be biking, or we had bikes that we borrowed, and we'd be biking through these crazy China streets. Like, yeah, they're nuts, man. Why? Because it's just so busy. Yeah, it's just traffic everywhere. But it has like it doesn't look like it makes any sense at first. Then you start to realize there's a flow to it. Okay, there's a system to it. Yeah, and they're even like, is it like driving in Paris? I don't know. I've never driven in. Paris. I mean, I was in Paris for like a day, but mm. it's probably probably worse. <laughs> I would be afraid to drive in China. Yeah. Like, yeah. Riding a bike is one thing because they have like big wide bike lanes. So you're just with all the other bikes. Nice. But, um, but they have all those mopeds, right? Those like lots of mopeds and then these little yellow taxi cab things that are like mm-hmm. little minivans. There's a guy in front of you, you and you, know, you sit in there. No, not even that. Okay. It would make me feel uncomfortable. 
If I would use one of those, yeah, I have to be honest. Like that's that's like something I wouldn't want to do. If there's a like a not like a horse in front of it would be okay, but if it's like a, you have to pay somebody who pelts you around, right? I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. You're not down with that. No, I went once to Kenya, and um, cool. We we that was like a last minute trip. And we went down there uh, as a vacation, right? And um, just seeing how life was different there yeah. made me feel so uncomfortable hmm. because we take so much for granted. Yes, and you do. And that trip was really like an eye opener. Even yeah. though, like, we stayed at a hotel and it was it was safe, like, but power went out every night, mm-hmm. always around five to six o'clock and then it was out for a little bit and you know the main big problem was that uh, the dvd uh, the, they, they had one movie a night mm-hmm. but it was a dvd and it was at the front desk so and they wouldn't like if the power goes out it doesn't save where the movie was right so every night i watched the same movie <laughs> <laughs> were you younger yeah i was like 14 15 that's a great time though for someone to take a trip like that mm. when you're really like starting to learn how the world works. Yeah. And then seeing something like that, it's like, okay. It was an eye opener. Gives you perspective. Yes, so much. Yeah. They were burning garbage just like right on the road. Yeah. Because that's what they did. Right. And you know, I'm. it's just like how, what they did. Yeah. And it's just like unbelievable. And it's just like, wow, we have it so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any other travel? Any other travel? Yeah, like, well, a little bit like Cuba, Dominican, nice. stuff like that. Yeah. Even going to those places feels like the same, like Cuba's third world outside the resort, you know? Yeah. Um, not in like Havana, but, mm-hmm. but like some of those small towns and villages they just have nothing yep um where else have i gone i think that's mostly i did go to alaska yeah yeah that was fun lots of mosquitoes there yeah i was i was actually there for a beard competition beard competition you made it i i was i was just there for support (laughs) i was there for support it was my friend dave andrew this is like the you should have dave on the podcast dave andrew yeah yeah photographer okay um but yeah we went up he he made this commitment he was like hey the world beard mustache world beard and mustache championships are going to be in alaska in 2009 wow he's like i'm gonna grow my beard and go and this was like two years before and i was like if you actually do it i will go with you and you you did and so i kept my word we went to alaska you drive no we flew like from here we flew from Mini, actually. Someone drew, drove us to Minneapolis, and we ended up flying through Seattle and then yeah. to Anchorage. And then way up. Yeah. Yeah. But... He won. What's that? You won the He did not one. win. No? He did not win his category, no. But we had a lot of fun, and we met so many really cool people. And there were some, like, other Canadians mm-hmm. who drove up there from, like, Alberta and stuff and, yeah. like, made the trip... What what would have been cool. What category was he in? Garibaldi, I think. What does that mean? It's just like a thick style full beard. Yeah, it's a style. Ah, okay. 
It's like a big, no, not Garibaldi. I think it was something else. They call it the mustache. He's dressed as a lumberjack. Lumberjack? Yeah. And there was like this one um, professional photographer dude who was set up in a room. So he was taking a bunch of photos for people. And somehow Dave's photo now hangs over a bar in Austin, Texas. <laughs> like, it's just the most random thing. That's funny. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I was just there for the fun of it. It was lots of fun. Yeah. Does he still have a beard now? Most of the time. Most of the time. How does that work? He just slaps it on and off? Sometimes he, sometimes he shaves it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Funny. <laughs> um, like, culture-wise... Um, when we go back in history a little bit, I'm interested in what you find fascinating. Meaning, do you find like Vikings fascinating? Do you feel like a connection to the Romans? Mm. Do you feel anything like that? Or are you just like, I'm, I'm here right now? I, I do like history. Um, not like a bu history buff though. It's just like when I hear stories, I pay attention. <laughs> that's as good that's as much as i'm my dad is a big history buff though so he's big into like um canadian history and world war Two and all that's world war one mm -hmm. like those kind of things he finds really fascinating so i because of him i've learned some of that stuff yeah but i guess like i think the one the things that like i think i find like it's just interesting the the explorers right like even just the people who like the first settlers yeah but but like i know there's some of the famous ones but even there's like i've heard stories of guys who it's like they came from somewhere in europe they would come across and just spend like four months at a time in the forests of north america documenting plants yep. and that's all they did yep they just documented plants and we had crazy thing is we had like thousands of species of of trees and plants and things like it it looks so different than it would look now yeah like there you know we deforested so much and it just never came back the same way so it's like um yeah you can't even imagine really i don't no. think so i don't know like I, i guess i always think about those kind of people and i know like obviously first nations were were here first so like they were already living off the land and doing these things. Um, but it does like fascinate me. The guys who like were like basically like the fur traders who were say like in their canoes yeah. and they get to Kakabeka falls and they're like, all right, we got to walk around this. We got to walk up the cliff with our canoes. And like, like, I don't know if you've ever been in the Northern Ontario forests yet with when there's like black fly season Yeah, I used to live in the in the boomies. That's right. Yeah, does, you're does saying that count? That. Yeah, yeah, that counts. Yeah, I'm like super allergic to insect bites. I just bubble up. So. <laughs> But like, picture those guys though. Like, how did they do that? And the, and I bet you the black flies are ten times worse. I heard that because of the density. I heard like, that black flies only bite you for the first year, and then eventually they don't like you anymore. Is that true? I have no idea. I think it's a lie. It's probably a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's just like mosquitoes in alaska like that would be the same thing down here if there yeah. was just forest everywhere yeah it's crazy the black flies you don't even see you can like the mosquitoes are stupid because they're so noisy you can get them and they're slow but the black flies boy yeah yeah uh, the first experience i had with black flies in thunder bay we went to the amethyst mine 
and uh, we, I was sitting there going through some rocks on the side, and then we went home, and I was just at like bites everywhere by my hairline in the back, and I was like, "What is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's black flies, Michael." Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so first settler, eh? devouring you. Well, just kind of like, I guess I'm just fascinated by those people who like. You gotta be tough as nails. Like you gotta be willing to work your butt off, like fourteen hours a day, and sleep in your own filth. Like yeah. just like, like like compare that to today, and we're just so soft. Yeah, we're not physical anymore. Like we're just soft, and and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like compared to that time, we yes. are fortunate because of all the hard work that yeah. was done before, right? But like, um, so is that something you would do? If you would have lived in that time, or would you have stayed in comfortable Europe? I have no idea. Drink some tea. Maybe I would have just been playing music in Europe. Yeah. You would be in the boys' choir. Boys' choir. Boys' choir. Boys' choir. No, I was thinking more like, you know, in the pubs. Oh, Beatles? You would be a Beatle? Maybe. Yeah. I thought you were going back further, like. Further? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But when you. No, I don't know if I'd. If I'd be a Beatle or not. Those guys were... Too famous? Pretty driven. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I Yeah, I would never want to be that famous anyway. Yeah. Why? Because then you don't get to experience all the other parts of life that everyone else gets to. Is that because then people don't... Like, they see you only as somebody, but they don't value as you? Maybe. It's just that your your existence as a human would be so skewed, like yeah. it's not natural. I I take a lot of consideration into like thinking how you know we are humans from Earth. So it's like on the one hand, like it's fascinating that people want to go to Mars. On the other hand, I'm like, no, like it's not natural. Okay, like we're from Earth, but. But at the same time, we have that explorer, like, mm-hmm. genetics in us. It's so strong. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, the the conquering planets or, like, living spaces, whatever, like, mm-hmm. doing things, going somewhere, that's, that's very strong. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's you. I guess so. Oh, nice. I like it. Okay. I'm. I only. I really wanted to highlight Nathan before we bring this to a closure. Yeah. That what you do. You do so much for the community, and uh, I wanted personally to say thank you. The things that you do, and you put yourself out there, and like the thing you did with the men T-shirt, and the way I think also you inspire people through oh. your through your work just don't say anything just shut up <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just really i just like i wanted to tell you i think you're doing a great thing and it's for me it's really nice to have you on here and i can talk to you and like i like i said i felt like i know you even though like we talked maybe once and i didn't meet you yeah. yet but it's like you give back right i mean I always feel like I should be doing more, but I know that, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. And I, it feels good to be in that position where I have a bit of a platform and I can maybe make a difference, but I don't know. It's just try and do something right. 
Yeah, I, I like from my perspective, Nathan, I will, I will always go on, always put yourself out there. Guess I want to see the next vlog, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm waiting That's for good. it. That's good. And you know, you're not the only one to say it. I, I just, uh, yeah, I just need to make it more of a habit, I guess. Yeah, put that hustle, hustle button, push that. Yeah. Get done. I mean, like, because once you put it out there and you create, even if it's just something randomly, you ha- you just have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's already there. It exists. Yeah. Uh, so w- I need to ask though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this will help me. Oh, Does sh- it- oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the stuff that's more brand related or just anything but tying it into the brand? For me personally, I feel like where I connected was where you showed your studio. Mm. The little one, right? Mm. First. And then you like... Oh, you know, now I have the bigger one. And yeah. This artist is gone. What's her name? Vic Wyland. Yeah, check her out. She's awesome. Yes. And then you actually, instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to use it all myself, you say, you know, hit me up if you want this place. And like you, yeah. you, you building something again. Right. And that's where mm. I feel I feel a connection there. Because you're not just like about yourself right but that's very specific on me right where i connect with you no but it still helps to know and i think i think that i think that helps me because um there's a lot of little things i can i can show that are happening it's just that sometimes i feel like oh i need to be more prepped and i want to be more polished but Mm. i probably should just just go with it just go with it i think so yeah i think it's good Especially nowadays, you just have it in your hand, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and those all those videos are done on my phone. They're not done on any beautiful special editing. I just do it on my phone with an app called InShot. Okay. If anyone's wondering, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering right now. Yeah. And then you just you edit it a little bit, or I edit it. You can do some simple edits on there. Yeah. And as you go, you start to realize, like, okay, I should film this clip, this clip, and this clip. Mm-hmm. So I won't have to edit much. I'll just have to put them together. Yeah, you get better over time. Yeah, little things help. And then I I download music from uh, Epidemic Sound. Okay. Because that's copyright free. Yes. So yeah, that's you gotta important. Pay, you got to pay for it, but it's just helpful mm-hmm. if you're trying to make lots of content. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Now what's this called again? The app? Uh, InShot. InShot. I'm going to check it out. You know, my videos I do for Ask by the Giant, for example, because it looks like it's like I do all the videos, but just don't get me wrong because I had to do it because Logan and I didn't meet at all. Right. Because it didn't happen. And then I was finding out video content is actually quite engaging for people. Mm -hmm. And then, but everything I do is unedited. Like I just sit there and we take a couple of turns. Lisa has my phone and then, I just shoot the shit and then I'm just posting it. <laughs> and it's fun. But it still helps. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to say? I don't know, man. This has been good. Okay. It's a good discussion. I just uh, hope I wasn't too random with certain things. I don't know. I feel like my brain's been very random. So it's just like, maybe this is good. It's nice to sit down and just get a lot of it out. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I always tell 
people that I'm close to, it's don't bottle it up. If you need to talk to somebody, just talk. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like you write it down, that's in a way you communicate yeah. as well. Very helpful. Okay. Well, uh, Nathan, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. I've had a great time. I'm so glad you invited me out. Yeah, we should do this again once you are, um, like you have this vlog yeah. episode 591. Okay. You hit me up, okay? Okay. That'll <laughs> give me some time. <laughs> okay. Thanks Cheers. a lot, Mike. Okay.